Hey guys, uh, this is Chris. And this is David. And uh, we are here to introduce you to our first mini-series. It is our Commissioner Candidate mini-series. And we are here to talk to you a little bit real quick about what you're about to listen to. Right. The episode that you're about to listen to features Sean Franham, who's running unopposed for Commissioner of District 7. Now, you may be wondering about District 5. We did reach out to the person that's running for District 5, who is also unopposed, and that person uh, did not respond and so chose not to be on the podcast. So we're moving right ahead to Sean Franham of District 7. Uh, Sean has qualified and he did just start a new job. So as you will hear in this episode, our interview with him is a little bit more recent than the other interviews. But because he's running on a post, we weren't as concerned with a potential competitive advantage from him recording later on. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll have gotten to know Sean Franham a little bit better. Now, candidly, he is a friend of the show. But with that being said, we did not provide him with any information that any of the other candidates did not know. But we did use it as an opportunity to potentially talk about some things that may be going on in the city that he could have some insight in as a current sitting commissioner. So with no further ado, here's Sean Franham from District 7. Hey guys, it's Chris. Hey guys, my name is David. And we are here with the commission candidate for District 7. Yep. And you are? Sean Franham, Mayor Pro Tem, District 7. Sean Franham, and we Char, are yeah. extremely honored to meet you today. Um, uh, it is it is a pleasure for us to talk to you. And, and you are the only one running for District 7, is that correct? That is correct, unopposed. Okay. This is for your second term, this correct? Is, yeah, that's correct. Okay, so we've got seven questions for you. It's the same seven questions everyone has been asked. Uh, we are recording this episode on Zoom for the people back home uh, because we are. this is a post-coronavirus recording uh, as opposed to the other ones, which were in person. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and kick this right off. Question number one, Mr. Sean Franham. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, especially in relation to uh, Augusta, the city of Augusta, and tell us why you're deciding to run for District 7. Sure, absolutely. So I uh, moved to Augusta when I was five years old, and then uh, in 2003, I really got involved uh, through the Chamber of Commerce, uh, and then in 2007, helped uh, the Young Professionals of Augusta get started. Uh, during my tenure with that organization, I was president. Uh, for five years and really just wanted to have that outlet for people that were moving to Augusta or, or in Augusta, frankly, to uh, meet up with different folks, uh, get engaged in what's going on in the community. Um, so with that, 
uh, I decided that the next step was to run for public office. Uh, ran for public office in 2010, uh, didn't win, uh, but it was a great experience. And uh, and then in 2015, there was an opportunity on a special election uh, to run, and uh, I did. Uh, at the time, everybody was like, you know, wait your turn. You have a good person already in District 7. Uh, but I felt at the time that, you know, there wasn't a younger voice on the commission. Uh, when I was elected in 2015, I was the youngest commissioner by almost nine years. Um, so to have that younger voice on the commission was important. And uh, so here we are today running for my final term for the next four years. Awesome. Thank you. So question number two, uh, you've told us a little bit about how long you've been in Augusta, but how long have you lived in District 7 and what are your favorite places to go spend your time with? Uh, so lived in District 7 since 2005 um, and owned a house and uh, I live on Canterbury Drive in District 7 now. And for me, it's, you know, I have two kids. So obviously the Chick-fil-A is somewhere that I frequent often. Uh, because I wanted the food, uh, but also movie, the movie theater that we were actually open uh, during my time in District 7, somewhere that I love to go, uh, that, as well as, you know, we have Costco over there, um, soon to be Top Golf opening uh, as soon as we get through mm-hmm. this coronavirus stuff, as well as Dave and Buster's that hopefully will open uh, before the end of the year. Uh, one of my favorite places uh, to go in District 7 is Surrey Center, obviously for the restaurants aspects of it. Uh, and the peanut butter pie at French Market is always a favorite for my wife and I to go on date night so okay and and actually so going right off of that um we're going to talk about the private sector we're going to talk about local business so the private sector is making a really big positive impact in augusta and and you're seeing that firsthand in district seven i know but we've also seen that the private sector has a tough time producing longevity without the support of local government do you plan to work with the private sector and use that to your advantage and how would you work with local businesses? Well, the private sector drives demand in our community. Uh, since I've been elected, I've been probably the leader on this commission of business development, trying to make things happen and grow this community. Uh, when you look at uh, when Top Golf came, I met with them one time just to kind of, you know, hey, welcome. If there's anything we can do, uh, thankfully for Top Golf, we didn't have to give any incentives or anything uh, for them to come. Uh, when you looked at C4 Live that we announced uh, back in December that's coming, I, I led the chart on that and met with them because of my entertainment industry background. Uh, the Depot deal didn't work out, uh, but I was leading the charge to make sure that try to help that happen. Uh, unfortunately, politics got in the way on on that project, but we're already working to solve the parking issue and, and get another project uh, moving on that, hopefully in the near future. Uh, when you look at from from an entertainment zone, Rockford Doe uh, helped bring that back to Richmond County. Um, Banjo Barbecue met with them, brought that, helped bring that back to Richmond County. Um, so again, I'm here to support the private sector as they're the guiding. We need to make sure uh, from a red tape and how they get through the process that as, as elected official, we're doing the best to support them. Uh, and making their deals happen. Excellent. Uh, question number four, and this is a little bit hits home more since you've been on the commission already for one term. Uh, knowing the structure of how the commission works, teamwork is essential to create positive growth. What do you think you will continue to bring to the table? Well, you know, I've had the honor of serving as mayor pro tem last year and this year, and, and that's really a leadership uh, position that you know almost unanimously the body supported, and it's important as an elected official to be. Though you're 
uh, district elected or county focused. Uh, most of the issues that we vote, vote on are not in District 7, to be frank with you. Um, but also, you know, I meet with development deals in District 1 uh, as being downtown in the heart of District 3. Uh, we have things going on, but mainly it's about, you know, working across racial lines. Uh, the set of, of the government is uh, divisive and it's never going to be that uh, we're able to solve everything in my mind the way we should because of how it's set up with being a weak form of mayor, you're not a strong administrator. I mean, the administrator has 11 bosses in a sense, and that makes it uh, very tough uh, to get anything done. And, and obviously, um, you have to listen. When you're an elected official, you can't think that you have all the answers. Uh, obviously, me being one of the younger elected officials, uh, not the youngest anymore. Thank you, Commissioner Garrett. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I don't have the answer and all the history aspect. You know, history is an important thing in this community. And that's why a lot of times as a leader, you've, you've got to listen to hear the history of what uh, a neighborhood is uh, because of, of the aspect of we're, we're seeing so much uh, new growth happen in downtown Augusta as well as in West Augusta and East Augusta too, um, mm-hmm. but downtown centrally uh, because of AU and how they're bringing their campus down. Uh, but you got to listen to the history and then, you know, make your decisions uh, as best you can on that aspect. Okay. Um, and, and this actually, we like to tie things in. So, the next question we have is, is with the population of Augusta changing, uh, with Augusta getting uh, increasingly younger, with the average taxpayer downtown being between the ages of 26 and 35 years old, do you feel you have a connection with that demographic of people? And, and what are your ideas to, to help uh, and to, to uplift that group? Oh, absolutely. Uh, when you look at, uh, since I've been on the commission until Commissioner Garrett came on last year, I mean, I was the one on social media trying to tell the story. Uh, I think in Augusta, a lot of times we do t- a terrible job of telling the story, what we have to offer and whatnot. Uh, I think it, when you look at how the amount of housing we've had to come downtown, uh, I think we've got over 500 units either that are online or about to be online or in the planning stages um we're seeing such a huge vibe towards downtown and whether that's restaurants or shops or anything um we're seeing our property values increase significantly all across the county and uh we've got to make sure that we have you know the live workplace aspect Mm -hmm. uh for millennials to, to they want to come to a city that's vibrant uh, they want to see, come to see there's things to do. I think you're starting to see us have more of that in downtown Augusta and frankly, the whole region. Um, but we've got to bring more events to Augusta uh, to enhance the the things we have going on. I mean, that was one of the things about C4 Live that was so important to me. I mean, not only are they going to do a Master Suite concert in the future, there's 10 other dates that they're looking to bring the community together on however we think, we, what what is it that we need in this community that we don't currently have. They want to engage the community, the younger generation, um, to do that, as well as just from a, a branding social media. I think when you look, most people are getting their news from social media. They're not getting, they don't watch the news and especially the younger generation. Um, so how can we bridge that gap of telling the story uh, as well as support technology? You know, technology is just ever evolving. I mean, today we're on a Zoom call. Zoom is like the new thing of how we're seeing more and more, whether it's classroom styles or, or conference calls mm-hmm. across business sectors, uh, we're seeing more and more of that. So. How can we support that uh, from an elected official standpoint as well? Plus, TIA 2022 is coming, where we'll be uh, basically tearing up Broad Street, uh, a few blocks of that. And you will see that, you know, what we're going to add uh, some food truck. Air- 
capabilities within the middle of, of the road. Uh, you're going to see that um, there's going to be it's going to be more a walkability aspect. Uh, you probably won't see uh, four lanes. It'll probably go down to three, uh, as well as you'll just see a new vibe downtown, more trees and things uh, once the TIA 2022 um, uh, comes into effect down on Broad. I think a lot of people just heard that for the first time. I did. <laughs> Well, and not only that, we've got gateway projects that you're going to see even quicker. Uh, you know, everybody talks about coming from North Augusta into Augusta and how it's like you're, it's like a different world. Well, we'll be, we'll be enhancing that over the next year uh, where you're going to see trees and medians and things that beautify uh, just like the feel that you have going into North Augusta across the bridge. You'll have that feel when you come back across uh, the 13th Street into Augusta, uh, as well as the 5th Street Bridge. Uh, just last week, I was talking to someone, we're talking about how that's going to be a walking bridge and how that we might have um, the zip line coming off of it. So, I mean, there's some new ideas that are being talked about uh, where it'll be kind of a centralized place to hang out. It's, I think, important to this community, especially to the younger generation, for us to grow. <laughs> I hope you're the first well, person on that zip line. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> well, moving into, like David said, we like to tie in some some things. You said zip line. This is a fun question. Um, if the commission received a $1 million grant to use on the city any way you wanted, and it doesn't have to be just your district, it can be the city of Augusta, mm-hmm. what would you do with it and why? Good question. Uh, I think, honestly, and that's why, as I said before, like I'm county-focused, uh, district elected, like I would go straight to the heart. The heartbeat is through downtown Augusta. Uh, when people don't feel safe or it's disgusting and nasty, uh, they don't want to come down there. I would focus on cleaning downtown. Uh, I think that it, it's not where it needs to be. I think if you look at it from a trash standpoint, we ought to have big dumpsters, not the little trash cans, because uh, they're not good. I think that you look at it from our facade program that we've Georgia Power put $15,000 towards it. There's a lot of buildings downtown that need work. I think that we, if we had some resources to help these uh, business owners to make them look uh, better, especially behind the James Brown Arena, I mean, James Brown statue, uh, I think that would be huge. Um, And then obviously the branding. Uh, As y'all know, in 2012, I started doing hashtag Love Augusta, and I will continue to do that because I think it's important as an elected leader. And when I'm not elected, I'll continue to use it because I do love this community that I uh, have kind of grown up in and see the potential where that we love to use in Augusta's potential. Um, but we're starting to get there uh, with all the growth that you're going to see. I mean, cyber with, with the cyber center, uh, they have a hundred people here uh, right now. They're going to have another 900 here by the end of June and 4,800 in the next five, five years. So, I mean, that's just the individuals. That's not family. Multiply that times two and a half or three. Mm-hmm. We see the growth that's coming. Um, and it's just an exciting time to be a part of this community. And, and so that, that, again, perfect tie into the final question that we have for you, which is the final question we ask every episode. So uh, <laughs> actually, good luck coming up with a new answer. Um, yeah. <laughs> so the name of this show is Drop the Disc. We, we, we hashtag Drop the Disc, but we also hashtag yeah. Love Augusta. Um, if somebody was to come up to you dissing the city of Augusta, coming up to you talking crap about the city of Augusta, what would you what would your response be to that person what would you say to that person well number one you're full of crap <laughs> no, I, I think you know we got to focus on what we have to offer i mean you can if you tell them you know the different restaurants the different uh things that we have to do have you been in the museum what the museum has to offer um in the splash package coming up we might and 
hopefully uh, will help uh, increase the museum, the James Brown exhibit to have cars and more things that he has to offer. Um, I think you have to just talk about how great area is. I mean, when you look at like the cost of living, how far a dollar goes in this region, uh, it's pretty remarkable, uh, especially these people that are moving here for the cyber aspect. They're like, what? Houses are for that? You get that much house for that? Um, and I think the other thing is that we're, we're in a, we're at kind of a tipping point of change. I mean, when you look at Augusta and how it's changing, uh, whether it's things to do, the increased population, new things coming to Augusta, uh, we've got to embrace it. Uh, but we've also got to embrace support, but we also got to tell the story and, um, we got to continue to hash out hashtag love Augusta as always. Awesome. Well, okay. thanks for have, being with us. We do want our listeners to know how to get in touch with you. Absolutely. So if provide any means of ways to get in touch with you. Yeah. And, and so I help anybody. Uh, I don't care whether you live in District 7, District 1. Uh, you can reach out to me at 706-564-1663 or S. Frantum, F-R-A-N-T-O-M, at AugustaGA.gov. Always here to help. Uh, it's been an honor to be a, a part of this commission now almost for five years, and we've made some significant things happen uh, in downtown Augusta or across this region. And uh, we passed the largest splice bill uh, when I, right after I got on, after it failed, and then I got on and we got it passed, and we got another one coming up. We got teeth splossed on the, on the ballot now on May 19th, and then we have the, on the November election, uh, we'll have the SPLOS that is very vital to the success of this region and this community to pass it. Um, so I'm just excited about the future and uh, here to help where I, where I need to be helped. And Sean, can, can I ask you an insider question before Absolutely. we go? Sure. So just because of the fact that we're on Zoom right now and we're recording from home and we're all, except for you, because you're at the clubhouse right now, hard at work, but distancing ourselves a little bit, is, is there a chance that the election changes Oh, good question. I think there is. Um, I, you know, it just depends on where this country goes, how long we, I think you're going to see us kind of distance ourselves even more over the next three or four days from what I've been told. Yeah. Um, May 19th, we'll get here before you know it. Uh, yeah. Where will this country be? Who knows? And, and, and there is a chance. I mean, obviously, I think by November we'll be good. It's just that how far back can you push it? Because there's so many, there's like rules that they would have to change based on the number of days apart between elections and things. Um, but May 19th, though it seems far away, it's, it's not far away. So I, it wouldn't shock if we moved it. Wow. Okay. Well, Sean Franham, thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, you Absolutely, are unopposed for District 7. Uh, so. Please let us know how that goes for you. We, we... <laughs> unless there's a lot of write-ins, I should be in good shape. <laughs> Mickey Mouse, unless Mickey Mouse or something beats me. <laughs> You're always welcome with us. Please do let us know so we can let our listeners know if anything's if anything changes or if anything crazy is going on. Well, just thoughts and prayers with our community in this country right now with what we're going through. And uh, you guys do a great job. Thank you for what you do for this community to tell the story. Uh, we need people like you and engage the younger generation. Um, please ask the younger generation to stay apart. Social distancing for the next month. We greatly appreciate that. And uh, thank you all for all y'all do. All right. Thanks, Sean. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Franham. Y'all be good. Do you have a cool idea for a mini series? Do you know about somebody that's doing something awesome in the community? Do you like what we're doing right now? Please let us know. DM us 
at Drop the Dis Pod on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we just made a TikTok, so watch out for some crazy TikToks in the future. I know Chris is going to kill it with that. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave us a review. Not only do we really appreciate it and does it let us stay in touch with you guys even more, but it also helps people that are looking for podcasts like us to find us easier. Till next time, thanks for listening.